Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host Ray, and once a month I get to host a Razzie-nominated movie. Today or this week I get, or this month actually, I get to host a review Tyler Perry's Medea's Funeral. Uh, this came out in 2019. It is written, directed, and stars Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry plays. Hang on. Four characters. He plays the 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 matriarch or the title role, Medea, Brian, Joe, and Heathrow. Is it Heathrow? Yeah, it's Heathrow. And the, the round off the core cast, you have uh, Patrice Lovely playing uh, Hattie, and you have Cassie Davis playing Aunt, aunt or aunt, Aunt's or Aunt. Aunt and under a We have Mike Tyson who plays Roy. Now, uh, I'm not sure how many Medea movies there are or how many family members there are, but like this is the first time we've seen any of these cast members besides the core members. Uh, and every Medea movie, if I'm not mistaken, has a member or they're a family member adjacent to Medea. This would mark about the hundredth member uh, related to Medea and her clan. So uh, this, from my understanding, was supposed to be Medea's last film, a Medea's movie so when it came out to see a Medea's funeral I think myself and I think half the people who went to go see this thought this was a Medea's funeral meaning that she or Medea will be dead in this movie uh that was not the case which uh, um you know what it's okay because it was kind of fun to see what this movie was about the movie was had seven nominations in total and all sevens were Razzies uh which I guess uh for a Tyler Perry movie you know what it's okay because this man is a billionaire. I mean, this movie he I think this is one of the more his more expensive budgets, 20 million dollar budget to make this movie and it comes back with 74 million worldwide. So, uh, he's not doing too bad for himself. And I know he did Acrimonium in another film uh, that was in that was already in production or was in the works. And so this movie had was pushed back I think 2 years because Acrimonium and another movie sorry, another movie was set to be released. So, uh, this was pushed back I think to I think it was made in 2017 and it was pushed back to be released in 2019 because of uh, scheduling. So the guys in this movie are jacked. Every guy, I think, the next guy is more jacked than the other guy. So you have uh, Courtney Burrell, who plays, I believe his name is AJ. You have Rome Flynn, and then you have David Otunga. Uh, these guys, each guy is more jacked than the other guy. And I, I, I think this movie is designed for women because for a guy... Um, the women in this, I mean, they're, I'm sure they're fine, but realistically, uh, they're all forgettable characters. Besides, besides, sorry, besides the mother, who's the matriarch of the family, realistically, all the characters, all the side characters, I mean, um, I, I don't even know who they are. If you told me, like, who was the girl, um, Rome Flynn's girlfriend, who was the one who caused the death of the... the the character we're about to talk about i wouldn't know who she was i just thought at first i thought she was just a prostitute i didn't know she was she had a, a more pivotal role in the movie so uh this just to kind of tell you i was oblivious to this film and the, and the one thing and I'll, I'll say right now right at the top hand to god i had no idea who died in this movie right up until like the 45 minute mark because the whole film is uh okay yeah so he has oh yeah, Tyler Perry has to thread the needle in the sense that everyone in the movie has to be at the hotel at a certain point. So the first twenty minutes, fifteen minutes of this movie is just story driven, like dialogue or storyline or subplot to get everyone. The reason to have is, is to establish the reason 
why everyone is at this hotel at this particular time. The whole point was to set up this punchline of the death, you know. And so the person who dies, again, and I'll say this again, hand to God, I have no idea who this person was because I thought this person was a white guy. I actually also thought he was an Italian, like, mafioso guy who was in, in his underwear and suspenders, like, lying in the bed. I didn't know he was black. And that's not being racist. I honestly, God, honestly, God, truth, did not know who was in the bed who was dying, who died. So when they reveal who it was, I'm like, I didn't like, like even that. Those, I think it was the wake, uh, and there, and there's a. That's one of my favorite scenes is when uh, they're trying to get not let the mother know who, uh, what the father was up to. So by the way, the person who died is the father. Spoiler alert, but. I had no idea who this guy was. So when they, when 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 you realize, okay, it's the father, and you know he was, um, well, he was doing extramarital affairs, uh, and yeah. So uh, when he when he's when they're trying to hide it from the mother, uh, like why he was there, uh, it was like it was like Mark's brothers, Three Stooges. I mean, Medea would slap Aunt Aunt Pam or or Hattie or. Um, Anyone else, or Joe, anyone else who would, who would try to like just explain or slip slip of the tongue like what really happened because it's kind of like the woman's gone through enough. I mean, her husband's dead. You don't want to find out like right then and there like oh he was fooling around. So it was really really funny. I really enjoyed it. So uh, that was kind of fun. That was kind of one of the highlights of this movie. A second highlight, I, I gotta say, I'm not gonna really like rag on this film, even though it's, it was a, it was a nominated for a Razzie. Uh, the character of Heathrow and Joe, when they got to the church and they were riffing on everyone around them, I think that was actually quite fun. I actually really enjoyed that. In fact, uh, you know like. Considering how long this movie movie was, it was like a, an hour and forty nine minutes. It was one hundred nine minutes. Uh, this movie went went pretty fast, and I actually enjoyed um, the the comedy between Medea and the main crew. When it comes to the cast members, like the girls, uh, realistically, honestly, honest, honest truth, I, I didn't care. Uh, it's just drama. And, and what what the, the thing about Medea Medea films or Tyler Perry films, most of them when they started off were are about like. Um, faith, uh, you know, overcoming some sort of harsh reality like abuse, um, um, infidel infidelity, and was they had some really strong dramatic uh, beats to it. And this one, like uh, Boo Medea's uh, Halloween, is really is funny. Uh, there's a you know uh, AJ, which is uh, Courtney Burrell's character. I mean, he his is the one character I think at the end. I mean, you can really turn on i mean he he was selfish and he was um uh a character that you you really um did not like you know and it, and it's and anything that anything that happened to him uh the burdens of what he had to go through i mean he did it to himself so and that's fine and and, uh, and that's good to ha good to have an antagonist protagonist character and and spin it that way um but yeah the guys these guys were so jacked i couldn't believe how big these guys are uh the character, yeah. Overall, I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Um, it's there's very few things I can say that's bad about it. But like, but let me give you the actual rundown on IMDb because I I want to make sure that I articulate what it is that the movie's about because I am not really maybe giving you a, a, a clear understanding. So, according to IMDb, I had to write this down. It says here, it's a joyous family reunion becomes a hilarious nightmare as Medea and her crew travel to the backwards of Georgia where they find themselves 
unexpectedly planning a funeral that that sorry that might unveil unsung family secrets. Uh, oh, sorry, unsavory family secrets. This is all very true. Um, as soon as the father dies, a lot of stuff comes out of the closet for a lot of these characters. A lot of truths, a lot of um, pointing of the fingers, and then and then the revelation at the end, which I think is one of the most strongest points. And then you really are uh, stand behind the mother, who's the matriarch. And um, but let me get into the father. Okay, so we see the father in the beginning, and he's—I believe—is the father and the mother who, who when, they, when they first are seen or introduced into the movie, uh, they're coming toward the, so they're coming into the house, and they're coming through the front yard, and they seem very promiscuous. Uh, promiscuous. They seem very, uh, you know, flaunty and lovey and, and love with each other and having fun, and they're entering the house, and then and then when we see him again in, at the funeral in the casket, uh, that scene is is. Okay, that scene I think is maybe the, the taste level is a little off. I mean, I like raunchy humor, so I liked it, but I could see how some people who are very, very, uh, who, who, be, who can be offended by uh, the rising of the casket, uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that, uh, is uh, can be turned off. But I loved it. Uh, yeah, but the humor is raunchy, and you, you have to have a certain time uh, mindset to, or humor to be okay with that. Um, one of the things I noticed too is just how this, how it's establishing its shot. Like when Medea's in the room with her counterparts. So you have Joe, Brian, Heathrow, and some of the cast members like Patrice, Patrice, uh, Aunt Pam. Sorry, not Patrice. Uh, Hattie and Aunt and Aunt, and Aunt Bam, and maybe some of the other uh, family members are sitting around at the funeral or at the wake, or where they're just sitting around in general with Brian and and, and uh, who, what have you. Uh, it's shot. Very static. So basically, what I'm saying is, it's kind of a wider shot, and the camera is just standing very, is staying very, very still. And you get to see, you get, you get to see Medea with Brian and 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 Heathrow and and you know and uh, the 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 brothers like AJ and and some of the other characters all in the same shot, which is pretty cool. But then you're wondering, well, how are they going to get? You know, how is he talk? How is like Brian talking and then Medea's talking and then you know and then the dialogue's going back and forth, which is which is cool, and it's the way it's intercut, and it's it's done really well. Now the 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 thing that took me out of it, and I realized what they were doing is that it's always on that kind of like panoramic uh, sh shot, and people are not talking. It's it's very rigid in terms of okay, if someone's talking, everyone else is quiet. It's uh, and in real life. Is not the case, and my example would be a movie like Uncut Gems from the Safdie brothers, uh, where they over talk, and when someone would talk, they would talk over somebody else, or like an or or classically speaking, you could think of um, um, shortcuts. It's like an Altman film, like Robert Altman was probably notorious for having films where people would talk over each other, or the dialogues would he would people you can hear people talking while the characters characters are talking. Because in real, in real, sorry, in real, real life, people don't wait for other people to finish their conversation. People are talking, and especially in a gathering of like a funeral or a wake, um, you have people who are talking, you know, to the side, or even just in general too. No one's just waiting for one person to talk, and everyone's quiet. So this is something I notice. Uh, so you would see Medea give a full thought and sentence out and then someone would would respond or someone would comment and as each one would comment individually whereas in reality if you think about it i mean some people would talk or two people would be talking and then you would have a third conversation almost in in conjunction with that or 
in flow with that. So you would have one or two voices going at the same time. Not especially for a the reason why I'm saying it is because you have a large room with a lot of people and only one person gets the stage to talk to everyone else. And whether it's an intimate conversation or a conversation to everyone else, most of the time it's an indirect conversation. It's just broad discussion. And so it's not meant for anyone else to talk. And therefore it's, um, it's just, it's, it works for the film, but if you're looking at it as from a point of view of like, okay, is this real life? No, because people will be talking. You have to have different points of view. So uh, it, it, it works okay for one or two scenes, but then a lot of the scenes, that's the structure. Um, and that's a, that's a minor, minor, minor gift I have on, on the whole thing. The conflict, I think, in this movie is the, is the thing that I did not care about. It's not important. It's one of the comedy. I got the comedy. Uh, I thought, you know what? It's okay for what it is. Um, and if you were telling me, like, like, it's just about infidelity and uh, women, who, women who needs to stand up for themselves for an abusive husband or a, woman, a husband who, who treats them or was unfair to them. Yeah, so there are really good messages in this movie, and I, and I commend uh, Tyler Perry for doing such things like that. So uh, in that sense, I, I, I can't d- discard this movie. Uh, it's, it's not preachy, and it's not, a, it's not ramming, you know, like, faith down your throat. It's one of those few movies where it's like, it's just there to have fun. So, uh, but Brian, who is like the um, the lawyer, who is the voice, of, most of the time is the voice of reason. And I like that. Uh, you kind of relate to him. It's like the, the the calm, like the person you can like, he's, he's the rock, he's the center, the bedlam of this whole thing. And uh, in words, you would have like, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. You have Medea goes to jail. You know Medea is allowed to go off on her on her uh, tangents and stuff. And then Brian keeps everything together. He's the glue most of the times that keeps some sort of balance to it. Or um, so there is a kind of like um, uh, an, something to work off of for most of the cases to bring everything to a center and then allow characters to go off. So. Uh, and I think Brian works as the voice for Tyler Perry in some of the cases to bring uh, uh, it, it down. Uh, but overall, I enjoy it. It's a recommend. It's um, I give it if I had a rank, give it a ranking. I would give this movie a seven out of ten. Uh, it's it's it is enjoyable. There's some parts a little slow. And if if you knew that the person who died was the father, and again, congratulations because I had no idea who who died. Uh, it took me a while to figure out who was in the bed who died. And um, the only thing about that whole thing that just okay is when you realize okay when the father's dead, and the person. Uh, the actual person who uh, gave the who was in the room with the father when the father dead father died, who that person is in relation to the family, and then the person who I feel who should be the most angry out of everybody I think is the Rome Flynn character, the, the youngest brother, the young the youngest uh, boy in the family. I think he has a right to be angry to with everybody, including his brother, to his fiance. Um, I think I think I have the most sympathy for him because he actually is innocent in this entire thing, and everyone else, there's some to some degree, everyone else is just a, a crappy person on, on some level. Okay, some of the women. Uh, okay, yeah, there's one woman who uh, who AJ's been like unfaithful to, and at the beginning she comes across really, really crass and coarse, and you're like, well, you know, yeah, you know, go. I mean, AJ, the the he should you know speak of his mind to her because like why she's being such a um, a negative person, and uh, then then they then they flip the narrative on her, and you realize okay, she might be a victim. She is, 
she is the person who uh, who's trying to make the it work the relationship work and she's trying and but at the beginning she's kind of like harsh and you're wondering why and you know what if that's even that's if that's just even a shade of someone's personality who's not even at the beginning being balanced i i say you know what to, to both of them you know you guys deserve both you guys deserve both of what you got i'm being personal i shouldn't do that The Bible say, yea, though she walked in the valley with the shadow of little Red Riding Hood and the three bears, she feared no evil, because the three little pigs was not around. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>